Hello and welcome. You are listening to Peanut Butter and Jams on CITR 101.9 FM. Um, my name is Jordy and with me as always is Brenda. Normally we would have our intro song working, but we are um, still having some technical difficulties with the computer. Um, so uh, we're going to go to a song and have someone take a look at that. Um, this is Low Light, Now or Never. Talk about food and music, eating and grooving, munching and moving, forking and spooning, listening to tunes, yeah, dinner's on soon, and to get ready for, ready for, peanut butter and jams. You're listening to Peanut Butter and Jams with host Brenda and Jordy on CITR 101.9 local music and local food. Tune in to learn about the best eats and tunes from your neighborhood and a weekly pairing for your date calendar. Warning, the endorsements and choices of these are
And hello, um, uh, I am Jordy, and that was uh, Cave Girls Bad Times. And we now have our our guest on the air, Brenda. Would you like to introduce her? Sure. Uh, we're going to be talking with Georgia Stanley from BC Association of Farmers Markets. Thanks for joining us, Georgia. Thanks for having me. So you're here to discuss Meet My Market Month, which is July. Can you tell us a bit about your campaign? Yeah, so, um, well, we're the BC Association of Farmers Markets, and we represent about 125 markets across BC. Um, And what we do is highlight um, markets and farmers and all of the small-scale food processors and small businesses um, that come to the market and provide us with wonderful, fresh, local food. Um, so Meet My Market Month is really all about celebrating those markets um, across BC. And how it works is that throughout the month of July, people just bring a friend to shop at their local BC farmer's market, and they can fill out a ballot at the info booth where they will be entered to win a three-night getaway for two to Sparkling Hill Resort in the Okanagan. Oh, that sounds like a very nice prize. Mm-hmm. Um, how many farmers markets are there in Vancouver? Do you, do you know off the top are, of your head? I actually did a tally. So in Vancouver proper, there's 13 markets. And then when we move out to greater Vancouver, there's 28 markets. Um, so we've really got, um, we're really lucky in the lower mainland to have a lot of access to fresh local food through farmer's markets. Um, what's what's your favorite? Uh, or I guess, like, if it's, we're meeting our market, which market is your market? Well, I have to represent all of them, to be fair. As a um, professional, <laughs> yes, but you do yeah, live near one. <laughs> I do. And, um, yeah, I'm really lucky to be able to visit some of them around the province and they're really wonderful but my personal market is Trout Lake um, I grew up in East Vancouver and that was my introduction to farmers markets and really local food and agriculture was hanging out at the market with my mom and um, you know getting cherries and I worked at the Van- at the Vancouver farmers markets for a little while um, including Trout Lake and it's just Still to this day, I live close, and they love going there, and I always see, like, you know, five people I know, um, and I get to talk to all the farmers and see how they're doing. Um, And I just, it's such a wonderful uh, community gathering place, really. That sounds really nice. Yeah. Um, Are there things that that people might think... um, like a lot of people are like, oh yeah, it's like the grocery store, but more expensive. <laughs> but um, is um, is there things that you can find at farmers markets that you couldn't find at the grocery store? Um, the best things, I mean, more grocery store stores are starting to carry local produce, but markets are still really the best place to get um, local, sort of fresh local foods. Um, like, you know, when the first cherries of the season come out or when the first corn of the season comes out, the first place you're going to find it is at the market. So um, my first pick is sort of those foods that 
mark the seasons. Mm -hmm. Um, So like marking the summer, you know, with strawberries and corn. Um, And then the other foods are, I love getting like the artisan cheeses. Um, You can get cheese that was made with grass-fed or grass-fed cow's milk. Or sheep's Um, milk. You can get raw milk cheese. You can get ethically raised uh, meat products. Um, sustainably harvested seafood Um, and there's just tons of creativity at the market because they're built um, built up of these small business people who are you know just cooking up things in their kitchen that they love and want to share with people Um, and some of the additions to the markets are last year for the first time we were allowed to have liquor sales at market. So mm-hmm. uh, you can find some really wonderful uh, craft beer and locally made wine and even things like vodka at the markets now. Yeah, I got some vermouth at the uh, last time I went to the market. Yeah. Vermouth. Yeah. yeah. And you can find things like some Made in BC. The, exactly. Sometimes the vodka will be made from grain that's been grown in northern BC or potatoes that were grown in Pemberton. Um, so yeah, that those types of things. Um, I think you can, you know, you can find them all at the market. So lots of people like us definitely value eating locally um, for, for many different reasons. How, how do you convince people that buying locally is a good idea and, and what are the reasons why? Um, I sort of go back to to the three pillars of sustainability. Um, I actually studied agriculture at UBC, so that is definitely what I go back to. Um, And that would be, you know, like we look at health um, and sort of this social component of food security. Um, We look at how markets can contribute to strong local economies and also how they can um, reduce our carbon footprint. Um, So you can kind of reach people, reach reach different people through those different avenues. Um, But I think what the majority of people at the farmer's market are looking for is um, nutritional content. They want that fresh, healthy food and the produce at the farmer's market is um, really some of the freshest you can get. Um, So all of the nutrients are still in the the fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, People are also more and more interested in eating locally um, in order to support local farmers. Uh, There's a growing awareness of food security, and people want to make sure that we have that agricultural land in production for future generations. Um, And then there's also people are really interested in, in sort of like, well, I'd say purchasing ethically sourced foods. Um, And that includes things like animal welfare. People want to be able to talk to the um, maybe the rancher and find out how the animals were raised, um, what they ate, 
So we have lots of different avenues, but I think those are sort of the, the main ones. Yeah, that sounds, um, that sounds great. Um, I had one last question for you. Uh, if I wanted to find the market nearest me, how would I go about doing that? Well, we have a market finder on our website, um, and you can go to markets.bcfarmersmarket.org. Um, and we, as I said before, we have about 125 markets all across BC, and you can search by region or town or even day of the week. Um, so that is where I would send you. Thank you. Um, Brenda, did you have anything else that you wanted to ask her before we let Georgia go? No, I don't. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, yes. thank you very much for having me. Well, um, hopefully I'll, uh, I'll see you at the next farmer's market. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, thanks. See you at the market. Bye. Bye. It's your 75-cent coffee fix in the sub. It's your source for reasonably priced, creatively named stew and vegan brownies. It's your purveyor of bicycle-delivered local produce. It's also a place where volunteers can realize their vision of responsible business and where like-minded students can explore UBC's food systems. Hark! Sprouts is currently accepting applications for next year's executive board and is encouraging ambitious, creative, and disciplined students from all faculties and year levels to apply. Come by Sprouts in the sub-basement to learn more about our projects and how to get involved. I tried to kick the ball, but my tinny flew right up. I'm red as a bean, cause I'm so
And uh, that was Summering uh, off of their self-titled album. It's called Concrete Plans. And I am just getting an interview ready with Mr. Who? Mr. Steve. Steve Mr. Golub. Steve. So we, we have an occasional guest called Steve Golub, who is a chef at Place Vanier at UBC. And he... He is a regular uh, guest on our radio show to talk about food-ish things and what's happening at UBC. And today he came by and I interviewed him about the Blueberry Festival. Ah, the annual Blueberry Festival. And it's we've sometimes great... done, yeah, we usually do a short piece on the Blueberry Festival and we've sometimes done live broadcasts as well. All right, well, let's just go into this and then we can, uh, if we have any Blueberry facts to talk about at the end, we can go into that. Mm-hmm. This is Brenda Gruno from Peanut Butter and Jams with Peanut Butter and Jams correspondent Chef Steve Gollop. Hi, Brenda. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Great. It's been a while since we had you on. It's so I know. good to see your face. It's good to see your face. I love your uh, surroundings. It's a great new studio. I feel like I'm in CBC Radio Canada in Ottawa. It's, it's really amazing. So, Steve, what's on your docket these days? Well, it's, we're, we're designing new menus at Place Manier Totem restaurants and all the all our restaurants are getting ready for the new season but what's hot off the wire that we've done the last number of years is our ubc blueberry fest that's happening next wednesday july 15th thursday the 16th and the final day is friday the 17th from 9 a.m to 1 p.m right outside the ubc bookstore bookstore plaza made with love featuring local bc blueberries um it's going to be really good. The lineup is huge. So get there early. What we're going to be doing is a pancake breakfast served with ethical bean organic coffee, our own baked goods from our Westcadia Catering of UBC Food Service, which will be also serving bulk blueberries for sale. UBC Farm Market will be there on the Wednesday only, but the bulk blueberry sales will be there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Door prizes, free recipes, by the three chefs. One chef's coming from Point Grill, the other chef from our main kitchen, and I will be doing the demo on Friday the 17th, and those demos are from 11.30 to 1, with free samples, free recipes, and all you can eat. And there's music by UBC Music Initiative. Okay, so if people come out on Friday, what will they see? Well, they'll see me in my whites, mm -hmm. and I'll be cooking, um, in the, and their seats are available, um, weather's supposed to be great as we can tell. What I've designed this year, all using blueberries, I'm making a kale slaw, opposed to a coleslaw. Kale, we all know, is very healthy. So kale slaw with fresh BC blueberries, quinoa, heirloom tomatoes, heirloom carrots, toasted pumpkin seeds, using a local Summerland blueberry syrup and a local Chilliwack blueberry honey. So do you massage the kale? No, I don't massage. No. You're very good, good segue. You massage the kale by adding a little sea salt or kosher salt. Mm -hmm. Mix that in, let it sit, and that totally not cleanses the kale, but breaks it down in a way. Mm -hmm. So it gets nice and shiny, and that's the best way to massage it. Okay. Less fingers, the better. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll be doing a fresh local BC sockeye salmon, fresh off the boat, that I'm going to barbecue, grilled it, chill it, serve with blueberries, mixed greens, a tarragon lemon dressing, and that'll be, the crust of the salmon is with a togarashi. And what's togarashi? 
Well, togarashi is hot. That's one of the hot new spices for the last several months. It's a Japanese spice mix of black sesame seeds, lemon zest, uh, chili flakes, etc., a little salt, and it's really cool. It works with everything. Make a mayonnaise, put it in mayonnaise, put it on chicken, fish. It's really hot off the wire. Um, with blueberry syrup, I'm going to put on top some blueberry honey again. Radishes. Radishes are also hot now to use. As a matter of fact, what you can do with radishes now is there you can saute them and you can grill them on the barbecue and serve it like that. Or I just read where you can char the radish, slice it, and mix it in your tzatziki. So radishes are really small. How do you keep them on the barbecue? Skewer them with a bamboo skewer like you would oh, okay. asparagus or something. Uh -huh. That's the best way to do it. Nice. And the last one I'm going to do will be a blueberry Greek yogurt, low fat, with fresh melons and blueberries and strawberries. But I'm going to serve them in little mason jars, kind of cute, because everybody's mm -hmm. mason jars now, right? Yeah. In the bars and everything, and it'll just be served individually. And all these recipes will be available free, and you will be also um, getting the recipes. And But as you're waiting, before I set up, and with the other two chefs demo, we're also going to be serving brand new from our chef, David Spite, from West Katy Catering. We're going to be, he's making, I just saw a sample. You can see I've gained some weight since we last saw each other. And anyway, that's because I've been eating these blueberry ricotta stuffed French toast, blueberry parfaits with oats and chia seeds, because that expands mm -hmm. in, in liquid, which is cool. Blueberry buckle. Mm -hmm. Don't ask me what a blueberry buckle is, because um, I forgot to ask him. Um, I'm sure it's some sort of baked goods. Blueberry drop cookies, and he's making a blueberry mango cheesecake. Wow. Yes. This sounds amazing. Yeah, and he's an excellent chef. Used to be with Monk McQueen's um, with, um, on uh, Granville Island, um, the um, bridges. And he was recently at the chef for a number of years at uh, Rogers Arena for the Vancouver Canucks and all their concerts and festival. Mm -hmm. Very cool guy, very, very local, sustainable-minded chef which is what UBC Food Service is all about. So where do you get the blueberries? The blueberries we're getting from local farmers, mm -hmm. and I actually last year spent almost money, a lot of money on 7,000 pounds of fresh blueberries. But I bring them in when they're fresh, and then when they're not available fresh, I just get them all frozen for me, and mm -hmm. I bring them right into my fridges from our main supplier, all local. Fresh blueberries are really big and plump and juicy, mm -hmm. where the other ones... They're a little small. They look kind of look like squirrel droppings, okay? They're mm -hmm. kind of dried out. So we want to have nice, big, juicy, plump. And that's the key. When you buy blueberries, you get that pint of blueberries. Look at the bottom. Make sure there's nothing going soft and shake them. And if they shake gently, they're loose. That's good. If they don't move around, it means they're moldy and they're stuck together. Mm. And that's a good sign that these blueberries are old and they're some, something you don't want to buy and waste your money on. Okay, and you brought us some facts about blueberries too, right? Yeah, blueberries, you know, you know, you go to a drugstore, well, why don't you just go to the farm? Because blueberries are very effective, they're immune builder, they're very rich in oxidants, the most in fruit, high in vitamins A, B complex, C, E, copper, zinc, and iron. And they're told, as I look at Brenda, because we both wear glasses, mm -hmm. they're, 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 they're proved to make your vision better. Well, it didn't work for us. Mm -hmm. And they're high in fiber, helps against, they helps against um, fighting heart disease, helps with constipation and digestion. And they are, when you buy your blueberries, the local blueberries are always high bush. The wild blueberries are low bush. And 
stick with the local, which are high bush. They're the nice, thick, plump ones. The ones that are low bush are the ones that are frozen because they're small, little, cruddy little things. And always pick firm blueberries, lively in color. Uh, if they stick, as I said, they're moldy, damaged, soft, watery. And um, another good point about blueberries is it's BC's, we're the number one grower, 800 farms in BC. Wow. Number two is Michigan. And number three is, it always kills me, New Jersey. Interesting. I don't think New Jersey would be known besides the Sopranos for blueberries, right? Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. but So definitely make it next Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm there Friday. But the pancake and all those goodies are available Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. UBC Farms there on Wednesday. And like I said, it's um, it's a very good event, and it's 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 packed, lineup city. But we get it through fast. It's very organized. So no uh, no hassle, no fuss, no muss, sunny weather. Mm-hmm. It's all perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming in, Steve, to talk about your event. Always a pleasure. Good to see you, and I love your surroundings, and I'll let you go. And thanks, and hope to see you there, too, maybe. Yeah, we'll see you on the show in a couple months. Okay, take care. Okay. been sifting through these remains for years bitter tears bitter pills oh it sucks when there's nothing but gold in those hills girl i know what you're going through i'm going there too girl i know what you're going through i'm going there too i've been sifting through these remains for years bitter tears bitter pills oh it sucks when there's nothing but gold in those hills girl i know what you're going through i'm going there too girl i know what you're going through i'm going there too i'm going there too
All right, everybody. It's another beautiful summer day. Who wants to go to the salmon watching festival? No! No! Okay. How about the beach? No! No, 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 no! No! Oh, God, no! All right, all right. How about... Catalano Street Party, Saturday, July 11th on West 4th Avenue from Burrard to McDonald Street. Performances by Yukon Blonde, The Ballantines, The Courtney's, Hot Panda, and many more. Plus, Mill Street Beer Gardens, Etsy Marketplace, Lawn Border Jam, Fashion Shows, and more. It's completely free, so come on down to Catalano on Saturday, July 11th. Brought to you with love by the merchants of West 4th, Remax, and TD Bank. This year is the 38th annual Vancouver Folk Music Festival in Jericho Beach Park. Over 60 acts from legend Richard Thompson to blind pilot, phosphorescent, and artists from over 14 countries. There's a world of amazing music coming to your own backyard. The Vancouver Folk Music Festival runs from July 17th to 19th. Information and tickets are available at thefestival.bc.ca. And we are back. Um, you are listening to CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. Um, ben Lai has joined us in studio, host of Thunderbird Radio Hell. Hi. Um, how have you enjoyed the new the move to the new sub so far? I like the air conditioning. If you've listened to my show, or anyone listened to my show, probably have you've heard you, me complaining about the heat in the old building. How have you enjoyed the new restaurants in the sub? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty much the same ones, just moved across, right? Yeah. Especially for lunch. I, I work on campus, so I eat here for lunch every single day. So I was kind of excited for the new sub because thinking, oh, maybe there'll be some new places. But Pio Square is pretty much the same thing. That noodle place is different. The only problem is that I was seeing like huge lineups, so mm. it's hard to uh, get into it. It's a half an hour wait. You only have like an hour lunch hour. It's kind of uh, kind of crazy. Uh, the burger place is is all right. Um, I've actually like the fish and chips is actually good there. The mm -hmm. fried chicken. I saw my friend eating it, and he said it was looked good. It's mostly chicken skin. So that I sounds delicious. I know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's my favorite kind. <laughs> exactly. Fried chicken. So that seems good. And I had the um, the pit is is I've only had the. Uh, fried chicken sandwich, the po' boy. It was, it was pretty good. Yeah. So it's not, it's not too bad. I just hope for more options. But the the, the sushi place is just on a roll, which is the yeah. place, which is never... But it was a different name now. Yeah. yeah. I didn't remember that. Looking forward to, like, the soup place opening. It's supposed to be a soup-only mm -hmm. uh, place. Maybe the deli moving back. It's a deli. Oh, the deli's going to reopen. That, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. The deli is always a, a standby, like a cheaper... Yeah, I yeah. hope they keep their prices down. Yeah. Don't have to raise them for the move. Um, what do you have on your show later today? 
I have a live band, the first live, live band of the of this new station, uh, Ace Martins. Ace Martins are playing. Yeah. Oh, we'll playing. So yeah, it should be should be exciting. Are you gonna open the wall? I don't know. I am gonna leave it up to the band maybe to decide. Maybe the uh, sound people. I'm not sure. I mean, do I want it to? Because it's no one's here. So it's is it kind of it's kind of ghostly. Kinda, maybe if they want to, yeah. it'll yeah. I think it's good to try out different ways. Yeah. Plus, when campus is here, we could start to get a crowd. Right. We probably will. I would I would not be at all surprised to I'll, see people yeah. coming out on Thursday nights yeah. just to watch the band yeah. play. I'll leave it up to uh, maybe Sarah to decide. I don't know. She she has a better idea. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about ice cream. Um, Where did you go for ice cream, I Jordy? I went to this place called Soft Peaks, which makes... Um, Local, it's like local organic ice cream, but it's soft serve, um, made from like Avalon milk, instead of like most of the other ice cream places in town do like hard ice cream with like cool flavors and stuff. They do just like just soft ice cream, but then they add toppings like uh, you would get at maybe like a Dairy Queen or something like that. So you get syrups and like you can get like honeycomb. Get like yuzu yuzu marmalade. Um, I got one that had red bean condensed mm. milk and green matcha tea, which was like oh, super that good. Really good. Yeah. yeah. And the base is vanilla. The base is just a plain vanilla ice cream. It's really really good. They don't have other options. No chocolate. There's no chocolate, although there is a chocolate ver- a variety of the chocolate toppings. Yeah, of chocolate Boo toppings. Chocolate. Yeah, blue chocolate. Yeah, I'm kind of with Ben. That's why I got the. The green tea one. Mm-hmm. Have you guys been to? I've been out for ice cream since uh, since summer. This heat wave rolled around. I have been to Ernest Ice Cream twice. I haven't. I mean, I've actually been cutting down on ice cream. I don't know. But Are you not I, a big ice cream? I like fan? ice cream. I just haven't really been. Usually, sometimes I buy them for the house, like mm-hmm. at home. But I just haven't been, just because it's a, it's a tub of cream. <laughs> but, yeah, but I mean, that's just for much. health. Yeah. So I just won't eat them at home, but I'll still do them out. But I don't, like I said, it's too hot. I haven't been going out. And I think I did get an ice cream cone, um, and I think it melted immediately. So, Yeah, and it, I like them in this weather. I don't like them most of the time, but this is the time of year for ice cream. This unbearable heat wave. Is the time of One thing that really caught my eye was last Saturday when I was at the Astoria, not Saturday, Friday, one of those days. And it was really hot in there, but then they were selling um, uh, popsicles, hmm. like frozen frozen ice sticks. I didn't get one, but it looked really tempting. Yeah, I saw those at Car Free Days. They had um, lots of popsicle local popsicle vendors popping yeah. up all over the place. We should have somebody on. That's a good idea. We should do that. Um, do you should we go to a song? Yes. What What would you like to hear, Brenda? Well, maybe we should talk about our pairing. Oh, yes. Now it's not a bad time to do that. Mm-hmm. We're talking about um, Cat Solano uh, Music Festival as the musical destination that you should go to for the pairing. We played an ad for that just recently, but that is this weekend. Um, ben, you were saying it might rain at Cat yeah, Solano? It's at least cloudy, which is fine. It's not I so I think hot. it would be nice, yeah. to be honest. The temperature mm-hmm. dropped. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's C- been too hot. CITR has a stage, the Vine stage at Catalano and there's a bunch of bands playing like Cave Girl who we played earlier Hot Panda the Valentine Summering we played them earlier too Dark Blue World Skinny Kids Skinny Kids oh the one song that we didn't say the name of that we played was uh, the new Destroyer track it's called Girl in a Sling it's off of his um, 
uh, their upcoming album, which will be coming out in August. So if you're hot and at Catalano, there is an ice cream place there that makes really tasty local flavors. And we had some guests from Rain or Shine last summer come on and share some ice cream with us. And so that would be our pairing for the show. And um, while you're there, you should check out Tough Age. This is a song by Tough Age from Plays Cubs Hot. Play- Plays <laughs> Cubs Hot Dog Day. It's a tongue twister. This is a whole album of cub covers. And uh, this song is called Flying Carpet. This is an old evaporator song, so there's some trivia for you. One, two, three. My parents want me to come
Stop or Start. Stop or start.